listening to Home is Where the Art Is. This week with your hosts Emily Louise Beach and Rory Malkin speaking to rapper and creative educator Agent Orange. Good evening ladies and gents and anyone else you're listening to Home is Where the Art Is uh, on either a Spotify anchor or SoundCloud. It's just the, the two of us mm-hmm. hosting today. Heather will be back in the coming weeks, so do not fret. Um, she hasn't, it seems so long that she's not been here that she's almost as if she has left the show. She hasn't, we, we, I, can, I can promise the listeners yes. that are here for, for Heather. She will be back. We, we can assure you that. Um, yeah, Emily, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Um, I found out that I've got uh, a 2 1 slash merit on my last MA assignment, which is really good. So I can move on to my thesis without any stress now, um, which is nice. So that's been quite busy this week. Uh, And the business has been quite busy this week as well. So that's quite good. So, yeah. All good. I got out of bed today eventually. So that's my achievement. (laughs) Um, You know, little and small. In these kind of days, uh, this day and age, especially any and all achievements, great or small, are welcomed obviously if you want to get in touch with the show we are on facebook and instagram if you search homeless where the art is it'll come up our actual handle for instagram is h-i-w-t-a-i-1 if you're having any issues there uh you can email us if you want to be a bit more old school that is h-i-w-t-a-i show inquiries at gmail.com you can basically just get in contact with us about anything if you want to be on the show if you know someone that might be wanting to be on the show if you want something plugged or if you just want to tell us something cool that's happened recently we love any and all positivity so don't be afraid to get in touch anything little and small anything at all get in touch um yeah without further ado we're just going to introduce our guest straight away because we've got a lot of cool things to talk about and not quite as much time as we usually have <laughs> so would our lovely guest like to introduce themselves Hello people, I'm Agent Orange from Bangor, North Wales. I'm a poet and rapper and a creative educator. And um, I'm here to talk a little bit about my debut album, which is coming in, well, it'll basically be out by the time this is this is actually out, because it's coming in two days' time. So yeah, like, by the time the pre-records. Yeah, so it, it should be out. It's coming out on the 14th of March anyway. It'll be on Bandcamp on Agent Orange 47 for starters and then I'm going to distribute it onto Spotify and so on a couple of months down the line and then I've got some visuals and stuff loaded for it some like music videos and stuff all ready to go and I'll be putting some other visuals out along the way it's kind of like a documented journey of some scenarios and situations I've been through and had to pull myself out of and a bit about how society or how certain things are making certain people think in certain ways and there's a lot of like layers to it. That sounds brilliant. Uh, with this, was this a project that was uh, mostly created during lockdown, and has that had any impact on the actual content uh, of the? I'd release? say some, some, some of it, yes. But like, I've I've had the album planned. Basically, it started off as it was going to be an EP, a five-track mini album. And I was going to lease the beats, the backing tracks off YouTube producers. But what happened at the time was I was saving a bit of funding to, to purchase all five or six beats for the first original EP. And I had the name Weird Weeks, which my friend said, you should call a little album Weird Weeks. And um, so I've, I've done a little shout to him in the first track. I've got a, like a, fo- a phone call with him. 
in the intro of the first track, but um, it's like some certain like tracks were from coming out of a breakup of relationships or you know different scenarios that have happened or how I feel like the system's failing us and stuff. And then lockdown, obviously some of the songs were written in lockdown, but this was about three or four years ago. I was originally planning to do the EP, but when I had the funding to purchase the beats, the beats were sold. So I had to like <sighs> replan. And then I sort of just said, oh, it's now a series of music. And then <laughs> just started like putting little singles out and I put a mixtape out called it The Road to Weird Weeks as well. And then this is like, I'm finally there now, but because I've left it, I have been putting consistently putting stuff out in between and stuff as well. But this is kind of one that I feel like it represents a lot of dark and touchy times. So it's, it's kind of like I have to, I'm still a bit on the fence about certain tracks now. I've called one track Marmite for the reason because it's, I've written it as a bit of a joke with a friend because there was um, a certain situation went down and we were talking about, we were having a conversation about how like um, just different, um, like with Instagram or different things like that, it was, it be before it used to be just for like promoting your art or your product that you're making. But now a lot of certain things, there's like people see themselves more as a product, you know, in terms of like people sell pictures of their bodies on certain platforms, like OnlyFans and things. I, I think I'm going to get a backlash on it, to be <laughs> honest. There's no doubt, but like, I feel like sometimes somebody has to say what needs to be said. So it's one of them. But um, yeah, so I had to replan it. And it's better in the long run, really. And then we were, um, there was a record label of, of like that we built up a few of us and that didn't go to plan basically. But I named like in some of the tracks I'd named the record label or incorporated because it's a bit about my journey, where I've come from, what I've been through, some of the things I've seen happen and where I'm going with it. And some of the people I'm sort of networking with and engaging with, it kind it's kind of like a, a vocal and visual representation of that in a way. And um, it's like, I, I kind of just got to keep like, just put it out there really now. Cause it's been so long. Like my friends are saying, Oh, when you're putting this album out and then <laughs> I had to rewrite about six tracks and stuff. And then there's some new tracks that just randomly came about. And so that's why I decided to do two parts as well. Cause I had about 25 floating tracks and I couldn't narrow it down, so I narrowed down 10 of them, and then I'm going to do like 20 or more for the part two later on in the year as well. Wow. That's, that's brilliant. No, it's, <laughs> cool, it's cool that you, you, you've got so much material sitting about there. Do you, do you find that you go through stages where you'll just be like knocking out like a track a day, and then there'll just be like nothing for ages? Is, does that happen to yourself? Or? It all depends, because sometimes I tend to take too much on, a lot, well, more than sometimes, like... I'm quite, um, I like helping people grow in certain ways as well. So I've got like these workshops I do and um, that, but that's like my work. That's like my career sort of thing. We've been doing these workshops and I've been mentored by Martin Dawes and Mr. Formula and stuff to do them. And um, there's just like, sometimes I've got too much on, like I've told myself, right, Owen, this, this next few weeks now, you've got to give yourself a break from writing anything new. <laughs> I like to usually try and write like a new verse every week, at least something, you know, just a new verse while I'm doing other things and bits and editing. And um, this time, like I'm, I'm, I've had a bit of a break, but then I couldn't help myself about two weeks ago. I, I started writing something else to do as like, um, as a little promotional 
thing to do with the album as well, like like a freestyle sort of thing. Not a freestyle, but more of a performance piece on a camera. I know. Um, so I, I just can't sort of stop myself. Sometimes my passion just like runs me, like I overrun myself because of it. I just say yes to so many different projects and opportunities. I just jump on. But now I'm I'm trying to fine tune and I've 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 knuckled down with this album now and I'm gonna like I've got a few other projects that are slowly coming in the way, but I've just been really focusing on building my business, which is the mostly hosts doing little edits of stuff and um, been doing personalised sentiment photos and stuff for people. And then also I've had contracts through, with mostly hosts, but through the Let Us Grow project, which is a project that we had Community Music Wales last year, big up Martin Hoyland and all them lot. They um, really got behind us and supported the project. We managed to get contracts and we were working with People in Wrexham as well, uh, Plas Maddog, uh, Big Up Claire. And we were working with people down in Merthyr Tidville as well, the likes of Geraldine and stuff from Bernardo's. Like some really good good people within the community that are, that are in the heart of the community that are like provide a shelter for the youths and the people that are like within their own communities, you know. And I like to, I like to bridge and engage with them sort of people and bounce off each other and bounce ideas and just bring our communities together and talk about, like you say, this positivity and things like that. But with this album, it's not so much. There's some tracks that, I don't, like I said, it's a bit, it's, it's more like it's something I have to get out because it's, it's something that is a long time, different things that I've played in my mind for too long that I need to sort of get them out there and then move move on sort of thing, because I'm starting to, in the process of trying to slow some of my my raps down mm-hmm. and go a little bit more melodic and more easy on the ears, less aggressive, mm-hmm. but bring... I've got some where they're quite empowering messages, but they're quite provocative and direct, like this is how society is, this is what the government's doing to us, or, you know, that type of thing, and I am... Um, I believe that I'm adding to the problem, reflecting a lot over these last couple of months. I feel like doing that is adding to the problem. I want to be telling people, no, look in yourself, build yourself up, find your passions and go more along that that angle. But that's why I am going to, once I get a few projects out with part two and stuff like that, I'm going to be changing my name from Agent Orange as well. I'm not I'm not going to reveal the name yet, but I'm going to change. There's, there's a whole, there's a whole long-term plan in place. Like, it's... Damn. <laughs> like, yes, on Homeless of the Arts, we're getting exclusive from Agent Orange. And what is the new name? Yeah. Damn, never mind. <laughs> but it sounds... Because the, the name as well, Agent Orange, it's, there's, it's a very stigmatised, because I, I called myself that partly as well, because to make people aware of because there was um, the Vietnamese War, obviously, and there was Agent Orange that was created. And to, to make people aware on the fact that certain organisations, just because they've got a massive brand and they look really well, they're not doing good for people in a way. You know, they do, but a lot of them do worse for humanity than, than any good sort of thing. But it's not, it's not, we don't get like shown a lot of that side of things, do we, really? No, not really. <laughs> it- yeah, it, there's just a lot to unpack. Um, <laughs> lots of stuff going on, and it's great to hear that you are so busy. Um, I know that uh, other people are not so fortunate to be so busy, so it's gl- really good to to hear and see snippets. I, I know that lyric, uh, lyrics, larynx, sorry, larynx, Jesus, how many times have we said their name and how many times we've had the voice on? I know that larynx have also sort of uh, shown hints and behind the scenes stuff to maybe a recent project that you're doing with Mr. Formula. 
Yeah. I think uh, they, they were, um, are there loaded sessions? They were. So there's, um, we've got um, some loaded sessions, which are like they're, they're showcasing where you do a performance of one of your tracks or something like that in a, in a certain location. And Formula did something spectacular, to be fair. He smashed it. There's like a blend of different tracks and that. I'm not going to get too far into it, but it was awesome. And um, my younger cousin, Brandon, be mellow, big up to be mellow as well. He come down and he smashed his as well. For 18, you like, oh, he's one to watch. I want to say anyone that will be listening to this, watch out for be mellow, yeah. He's a serious lyricist, 18 years old from Bangor. Like, he's got some insane stuff to come here. Definitely a shout. Especially because there seems to be, like, like you said, a lot going mm-hmm. on, especially in this scene. So it, it'd be a really cool idea getting getting more folk on it in this sort of scene. Like, And obviously we'll be getting Larynx at it <laughs> back oh. at some point and talking about more stuff that they're on with. Um, but yeah, so like, what what would you say is like the, the current state of the, the scene in like Wrexham and kind of surrounding areas, like given, you know, lockdown and stuff like that, has there been a big impact on it or is it still kind of like ticking away? I'd say only? It's, it's made a lot of people, I'd, I see, I see more collabs happening. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a really good thing. Cause I, I believe that's important because you were, um, you raise each other's profiles when you collab with someone from another location, as well as you raise each other artistically, because you're going to have to mold to each other's styles and blend. Do you know what I mean? So you're going to be out of your comfort zones yeah. by doing things like that. And especially if you, that's how you break boundaries as well, by collabing with someone. If you feel that somebody's energy is similar to yours, you want to be jumping on a track together because you're going to bring quite a good, feel good vibe and you know, you're going to bounce off each other type of thing. So there's like, I'd, I'd say lockdown has kind of influenced a lot more collaborations. I've seen a lot of collaborations that I wouldn't have usually seen in the local sort of scene and so on. And obviously South Wales are like fair play. There's a lot of heads down there that are absolutely smashing it. There's like so many scammer, Fernquest, Stavs, local, Luca V, Conrad Stone. There's so many of them and they're really, really pushing and breaking like T-Rev, Craze the Jack. There's, so many of them, they're doing, like, really doing bits for the scene and getting a lot of light over Wales. And obviously, North Wales is starting to elevate its profile at the same time. So it's because that light has started shining down South Wales and it started, like, spreading a little bit as well. I can see it slowly. I can see it slowly coming. I can see there's, like, Wales was boxed in a little bit and there was a massive torch outside of it on the UK on certain areas, especially like South England and then North of England started getting it. And now you've got a lot of the more Celtic nations, such as Ireland, they're getting more, there's more people starting to merge and and break through and Scotland as well. There's a couple of artists and now Wales is starting to. So it's good that the um, people are taking it more seriously. They're not just going to London, going to the capital and going for just the numbers because it's so easy to get the numbers if you're a popular person or if you're in a highly populated area. So a lot of industry heads tend to go for them numbers if they've got X, Y, Z of following on Instagram and stuff. Whereas like there could be somebody who's got so much more to say and so much more, more to offer sort of thing, more empowerment or anything like that, or more lyricism or something that have that live in, Say, for instance, like I, I know a few people. There's um, three eight rich, he lives in a, in a really small, sm- like 
low populated area in Harlech. It's like a little village sort of thing. But I know his contacts, his lyrical contacts, big up to 3-8, by the way. He's got an EP coming as well, Hot Topics. Um, but he's, um, his context is really good and deep and personal. And then there's also a lot of different lyricism he brings to it. There's a lot of wordplay and metaphors and stuff like that. But he, he, gets, he gets a good, good sort of following. But for his actual sound, it should be in the, in the tens of thousands consistently sort of thing. So it's, it all, it's, it's hard to break through. And it's by doing that, by working with other people more and finding people that are on the same wavelength as you break barriers like that, I think. But I'd say the scene's definitely in a, in a better place, like 100%. And I can see it going further because as long as everyone builds each other and we bridge these communities and we all, everyone just gives a little bit back, even if it's just setting up a little bit of a project or just sharing somebody, somebody that you know, like from down the road's music that they post, just giving it one little share, little things like that. Everyone does a little bit more of that and drops a comment on each other. We're all going to be in a much better place, which I start seeing a little bit more of it happening. Slowly it is starting to merge more. And that's what people don't understand. If we all did push each other more as a, as a collective sort of, you know, a, a rounded circular thing where, where say for instance, if there was a hub, an online forum where um, everyone got behind it and supported it. And there was a, a, like a thread of when each person's music gets released or something. And then everyone, got behind pushing that music on them days and sort of yeah. selected, you know, different formats to promote them and stuff. I think we'd be in a, been a, like a mad place now. Cause like so many, there'd be so many more opportunities because once, once one person's broke through that door as well, the door's open then to pull other people through, isn't it? So it's, um, yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. And like with hopefully like live music and gigs and that coming back, hopefully you know in the coming months like hopefully it'll start to be kind of like phased in mm-hmm. there'll be so much more opportunities for for smaller artists and smaller projects and that to get more airtime, as it were and yeah. I, I think because it's been so long since we've had live music the, the kind of numbers will be boosted mm-hmm. regardless for, for any kind of form of live music and any artist so I think like there's a lot of opportunity there for like you said, loads of people getting behind mm-hmm. these these people who have who've got loads to say. So yeah. like it, it it feels like it's all slowly kind of coming together yeah. for the whole kind of live music scene as a whole. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff with that. You mentioned earlier that you're a creative educator, um, and just yeah. for some of the listeners at home. What does that entail? What what does the title mean? And how do you provide it and where and such? Just everything about it. <laughs> um, basically, I've been trained up through one of my own projects as well. And it's like, um, I, I I do sort of like lyricism or hip-hop workshops, an introduction into it. I've actually got a book as well. That's not far off ready. But um, it's like, we work, I do like activities with the youths or different things with the youth clubs or the organizations we're working with. And then we'll just, we'll speak to the, the participants first and ask, oh, how have you been or something like that. And then we'll try and work their story into a rap sort of thing with some engaging activities, such as building like rhyming words up and then trying to incorporate their story to, to rhyme and 
you build it over a screen share like this and in the chat and then um, move it on from there and try and record them and stuff. So is that something that you've been continuing to do like up until like now you, you, you're still getting people coming along wanting to do it. You still get the numbers. Like. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it started all it's in person. We had a bit of a grant to run like an in-person one. Um, and then community music Wales, we got their attention in 2019 when we were doing, we had a show in Pontio in Bangor and stuff. And then um, it was after that, basically they said they want to support the project and put some more funding into it and give me a bit of a mentoring program and stuff like that. So I went, went on to do that with Martin as well. And um, it was just like, we, we didn't know what was going to happen because I started doing a couple of them. And then we were like, okay, you can't, you can't see people right now. It's a bit thingy. So we had to sort of adapt. And then Community Music Wales decided to run with an online program. And then we learned to use the, uh, an app called BandLab. Band, yeah, BandLab. And we were just like screen sharing with that and stuff. And then... Um, we just moved on and got like, we were running nearly 18 workshops a week then over Zoom and stuff. So we were doing them all online and it was like, I barely knew my name for a certain amount of time last year. Like I was just, <laughs> it was mad jumping in between like one session and j- jumping in another and then like my mother or someone would bring me a plate of food and I'd just be <laughs> quickly in between things and stuff. <laughs> and then obviously like evaluating everything and just trying to keep track, doing some post-editing and pre-editing and posters and promotion and stuff like that. So it was, my, my, my energy was heavily like portioned out on that project last year and we've, we've come to a point now we've just successfully got 7K in funding for the estate up here and I'm running a, an after-school club with my old primary school in the next few weeks. So we'll be doing that and um, that's where we'll be giving some of the books out to the primary school and so on then. And it's just, we'll just take it from there. We've had the grant, like we're going to get some more equipment and stuff. We, we source a grant and then we just offer organisations and stuff to work then. Because we, we pay, pay ourselves a wage out of the budget type of thing. Yeah. And then pay for any equipment or travel costs or whatever needs to be covered. That's really cool. Do you ever find yourself like surprised at the kind of people that you're mentoring with some of the stuff that they come up with or that they think of? Or yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, like, I love it, to be honest, when you see somebody breaking a little boundary. Like, um, there's, uh, I'll give you a prime example, right? There was, uh, there was a young girl that was on... Uh, ones with Bernardo's and she was very shy and stuff like that and the first two sessions she was the camera was off she would speak a little bit and stuff two weeks after that she had camera on all the youth workers and stuff there and she was expressing a poem about being a young carer to all these you know it was like wow and that that them sort of things it's just like money can't buy that sort of thing you know it's 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 a really good feeling and you're empowering people Mm. while empowering yourself at the same time because you're getting to know more about yourself as well while you're learning and helping them understand themselves. Phenomenal. Um, what I can see in, like, I've had previous conversations with you before and I could always see, like, there is a definite pr- a drive and passion. There was a double meaning in that word. Though. I was like, woo! <laughs> I washed it all together. A drive and a passion um, every time that you speak about music and whether that is just then explaining um, what you gain from somebody else by helping somebody else. Um, or as you said before in your album, that there's things that you feel like need to be said and stuff like that. Has music right from the start 
always been like that for you or is that something that's kind of built up over time well, and experience? Certain things I used to listen to like, right, like was, uh, my taste in music as a teen wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the best. I was like just following the crowd, do you know what I mean? Just going yeah. with what was popular. But, and, and then I, I sort of, I, the first hip, I've always loved hip hop, but I was more like the hip hop that was not too commercial, like, um, like Young Money and stuff, but like 50 Cent and G-Unit and Eminem when they were starting to push it. But the first, I still remember the first ever song was um, Run DMC, It's Like That. And I remember being about nine years old, like stomping around the house with the remote control. It's like that, like loving it, <laughs> loving life with it sort of thing. And it was like, from that then, there were certain things like, like um, I used to listen to the radio a lot in work and different news outlets and certain things. My way of thinking was quite narrow-minded and um, quite racially thingy. I wasn't like racist sort of thing, but I thought in, in a way where, do you know how people, certain people think terrorism comes from Middle East or like yeah. that. I was, I was in, stuck in that kind of way of thinking until I started listening to people like Akala and Loki. And then I saw things with a much wider perspective then. And I was like, hang on a minute. Mm, there's a lot of like retaliation going on. And there's like, you know, there's certain things that are purposely pushed out on certain screens or certain channels to, to cause division, to make us point the blame at them while it's really these people here that are getting away with everything type of thing. So it's like, I, I definitely say certain music has like empowered me so much. And I, even like my guilty pleasure, sometimes I love a bit of James Blunt. He's like, he's, I think he's a really good songwriter, like yeah. brilliant. But there's, I, I've got like, more, I, I like all types of genres. I'm not heavily into screamo type, but I do like rock and roll and I appreciate the instrumentation of the, the heavy metal sort of thing because it's obviously it's, it's a real skill in itself. You know what I mean? But um, I'd say, yeah, it's definitely empowered me. And like, I think that's why I'm kind of so anti-system in certain ways because my dad, I grew up listening to punk. Punk music was always playing in my dad's car. So it's like the messages were subconsciously getting impl impl implanted into my brain. And that's why like with some of my music, it's, kind of anti-system and you know there's quite certain touchy subjects that I, I, I say because they said as well when hip-hop first came it was kind of like the news of the streets it was like it was an unfiltered version of the reality sort of thing an unfiltered expression of the perspective of one's reality all right what else we got we've got notes because we're that professional like, yeah like the last show we had with, with josh was talking about like mixing and mastering and stuff like that is that something you've ever like kind of dabbled in when it comes to like beats and stuff like that? Or do you just leave that to? Yeah, well, I've, I have dabbled in it a lot more since lockdown, obviously. I, I've, I went to music production college in 2016 and I did a year. So I, I know a little bit of way, my way around logic. I'm not, I'm not an engineer. I don't know how to mix a tune perfectly or nothing like that. But over lockdown, I put a massive shift in. I have to because I was recording and mixing my own album. I got a bit of equipment and stuff and I got Ableton Live um, Light. And I just learned to work with the effects, the EQ and stuff like that and how to like, just to get a little bit of a more refined, polished sound. And I got a sound I was happy with. And then I've got Mr. Formula who's been doing me a good deal on mastering and stuff as well. And he's been giving me any tips or guidance in, in, on the mixing side of things. So it's, um, let's say it's, it's still though, I'm nowhere near there myself. I can just, I can get a sound that I'm happy with, but I still feel like there's something missing. It's like, mm, could be, 
But it's one of them, I think everyone's going to be their own worst critic as well because to someone else's ears, it's you're not going to pick out a certain sound that you didn't like about your voice or, you know, like the first time everyone ever goes on a mic and I tell this to everyone, I'm like, first time you go on a mic, you will not like it. Because <laughs> you're just like, oh, is that what I sound like? <laughs> I just remember going bright red. I was like, oh my god, I sound horrible. <laughs> I sound like Mickey Mouse getting strangled. <laughs> That's how I feel when we have to listen to these shows. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Everyone hates their own voice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like I've had to edit the the past two, three shows, something like that. Anyway, yeah. uh, normally it's Heather that does it, and I, I listen back and I go, oh, oh, stop talking, Emily, just stop talking, please, just. Stop. <laughs> but without us sort of you know yeah. presenting like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gotta be done it's a, it's a necessary evil absolutely <laughs> um so the album's coming out um it well will be out by the time that this is Things, yeah. this is out um so what are you looking forward to when people can listen to this and what are you hoping for um people to some of the tracks I'm just hoping that I make some people feel good make some people laugh and make some people think Mm -hmm. that's what I'm aiming for like as long as it as long as it some tracks make some one or two people feel good as long as I make a couple of people laugh and make some people think I've done my job with it definitely Um, in terms of when we can go and do live music and gigging and shows and all of that kind of stuff are you hoping to maybe um, showcase some bits and pieces, maybe in like a larynx gig? I know that larynx do a lot, sort of over on this end um, of the well, I said of the border, <laughs> this end of Wales. Um, and so, uh, um, will you hope? Would you like to do something a, a little bit more with them in terms of a live uh, performance, maybe in something like in T Power and something like that again? Definitely, definitely. I'd I'd love to like. I've spoke to Dave about something before. I don't, like we didn't speak about making it happen or anything, but we were just throwing suggestions out there. But I'd love to headline my own show in Bangor, and like, but not me do the show. Like, like with the uh, like somebody like Larynx guy, the Larynx guys, all like them would be ideal. And then pull in a couple of people from other areas of Wales, obviously, because I've got some of the features on it there's unity from the ladies of rage cardiff uh there's the honest poet um craze the jack uh who else is on part one jinx um kirsty as well kg i've cut like she calls herself she's like my girlfriend as well she sings on it um who else is on it i can't remember on part one anyway but i've got a massive feature for part two already as well from philadelphia i've got his verse and stuff ready to go and there's like a few other features I've sent tracks and beats out to. But I've, I've had a dabble at making a couple of beats out of loops and stuff, you know, but making them from scratch is a different thing. It's hard to get a really good sound. I've only done a couple of them from scratch where you play each individual, you know, layer in like yeah. melody, drums and it, so on. And it's... Yeah. <laughs> it it's, is. it's something that I've tried myself. Like, I was like, right, okay, well, this, this bass line sounds all right. Like the snare, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm putting it all together. Hi-hats are all together. I listen to it and I think, yeah, it's all right. It's not too bad. I go on and I listen to like just a free sample beat of YouTube that a guy's whapped together in like 20 minutes and it just sounds fire. And I'm just like, <laughs> ah, all right, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, so, Matt, but a lot Matt, of people do out of loops though because the loops thing as well, a lot of people when they do them out of loops, it's like the sounds are already there for you. 
So they could just you just pick like a melody, pick a drum, and then just layer them over each other yeah. and bada boom, <laughs> you know that you're there. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but still, mad respect to people who, who can pull oh, that 100%. sort of stuff off. Like, it's it's really cool. I think a lot more goes into it than a lot of people realize. I think, mm. oh, it's just like bass and snare and whatever. It's like, nah. If it was like that, there'd be a lot <laughs> more people like myself making money off it. But no. Uh, it's definitely something I want to continue trying to do because it is quite fun giving it a shot. Um, but who knows? I, w- I went, mm, then I've never tried it, so. Mm. <laughs> I'll load up Logic next time I'm on and let you have a shot at it. Well, I did I did GCSE and A-level music mm. and I remember bashing my head against the keyboard to attempt to do stuff ready for like my composions. And like there was some pop bits and pieces and it was just... I mean, it was fine and it did the job, but it was never going to be produced and like given to the world. It was like, <laughs> it's, it's there for a grade and that's that. Yeah. So, and I've not done it since, so no more. No more. <laughs> it was a bit frustrating to be fair. Like I remember looking at Fruity Loops for the first time. I was like, it just looked like about a board of a spaceship or something. <laughs> Yeah, I was like that when I first seen Cubase. It did just it mm. just looked like something out of Star Trek. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> no idea what I'm doing with this. <laughs> it's just like well, I just have to t- type it in and just, like, typing in all these numbers just to get a, like a piano sound. It's like, but I could just play piano here, or I could just plug in a MIDI keyboard. No, 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 you got to type all this. Like, okay, <laughs> you got to find all these hidden effects and hidden <laughs> dials and stuff like that, oh, and then there's 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 a folder within a folder within a folder with samples, and then it's it's crazy, man. It's like, right, that'll do you for the first half a bar, and then you need to get another one for the next half. That's right, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, still mad respect to people who can navigate all that and know what they're doing with all that. Um, right. We're running, like, out of time. So we're getting to the point where it's like, the most important thing that we do now is give you a, a chance and space to just plug anything and everything that you're doing right now. Uh, any projects that are ongoing, any projects that are coming out, ones that will be out when this is uh, live, just literally everything and anything you want to shout out, just fire it all at us. Okay, so I just want to say to everyone, um... okay, scratch that. <laughs> 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 I was just trying to think of a way to do it then, but nah. Um, if, if everyone, whoever's listening to this, feel free to check out my page, Mostly Hosts as well. I've got a website coming. It's There's a holding page getting built where I'll offer a lot of services and there's a few people I'll be pulling in to, to do the services and stuff as well. If I get, when it gets too much, I'll have a few different people that can do edits and videos and stuff like that as well within it and then obviously got the website um let us grow which is going to be a company soon um that project's just starting to lift like gain a lot more legs than it ever has and i just want to say a massive shout out to everyone who's mentoring me and like supporting me i want to shout out jess from my Knee. i want to shout out martin hoyland from community music wales shout out mr formula martin Dawes. uh shout out b mellow uh for absolutely killing his first mixtape as well that he's got on on the way soon mm-hmm. and that's called 47 percent um and then i'd say other than that there's just well so i want to shout out my mum. <laughs> yes. um, 
obviously I shout out all my family and stuff and then I've, I've got a few ventures coming just keep keep a close eye guys I've got part two of the album which will be later on in the year part one there's a lot of visuals that are going to lead up with it there's some singles one called Supernova with a B-Mellow that I've got coming with a music video soon as well and just plenty more to come basically I've been on a mad creative one and uh, I'm just on a little bit of a break at the moment with my own personal stuff to strategize and drip feed everything out that I have been working on. Magic. Um, just, just for listeners, like if they want to, uh, either just follow or get in touch with you, like yeah. your socials, I will stuff you on in regards yeah. to that. Follow me on Instagram people. It's a underscore gent orange. And also mostly hosts on Facebook and LinkedIn and mostlyhost.com will be my website soon. It's almost in the making. Mostly hosts on YouTube and Agent Orange on YouTube. Subscribe to them too. And if you'd like to give us a shout, just email at mostlyhost at gmail.com. And um, if you need any sentiments, any photos, family photos editing or anything like that, then feel free to give us a shout. We'll do the best deal we can anyway. Magic. Fantastic. Well, just finishing right yes. there. there we go <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us uh and we hope that um everybody listens to the album as well of course we'll be sharing yeah. that um on our socials as well so that nobody can miss it um because we are very annoying yeah, like we don't give people a choice no um <laughs> but it was fantastic yeah. to uh speak to you and thank you for coming back to us i know that this was meant to happen uh back in january yeah something like that yeah. Um, so thank you very much for coming back to us, um, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been a blast. It's been um, awesome. I'll just, I'll just say as well, um, with the album, everyone, with with Marmite, I just want everyone to take take it with a pinch of salt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, was, it, written, it was basically written as one-liners. Me and my friend were messaging each other on WhatsApp. And that's what it is. We're saying one-liners each, and <laughs> some of it could seem very misogynistic, which is it's is not in a serious way. Do you know what I mean? It's that's it's it's aimed at a certain the way that society has made selling your body popular and stuff like that. And we like virtu- we virtually kick it in the head, sort of thing. <laughs> if you know what I mean, through the music. <laughs> we'll make sure that disclaimer's in. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of you know, there's a couple of tracks that are a bit like that on there. There's um, Dark Kingdom as well, which is quite anti-systematic, and um, but there's some light-hearted ones that started off, and then it builds into the, the nastiness. So it's 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 not for the faint-hearted. You've got to have a good <laughs> sense of humour as well with it. <laughs> I everybody will. Love yeah, it. <laughs> true. Um, Great. Fabulous. Magic. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Thank you. We'll- We'll be sharing bits and pieces on our social media, so make sure that you are following us on there as well if you can't uh, find Owen (laughs) for some reason. You know, if you weren't listening or didn't have a pen and paper, it will be on our socials as well this week uh, to help you out with that. Um, Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, um, Hopefully Heather will be here next week. Yes, we can can hope so. Um, But yeah, this has been another great one. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to be signing off with our our usual. Mm -hmm. What we do is we do the count in. We do one, two, three, and then we all say goodbye. Lag permitting, we we feel the lag actually adds to it. It gives it character. Um, Or (laughs) in producer term, it's it's delay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) producer term. It's intentional. So we're going to do that. 
uh, if we're already just added the delay on here. Yeah, <laughs> if we are already <laughs> on the count of three. One, two, three. Goodbye. Bye, people. Boom. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> this I didn't I disappear enough to the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. listening to Homes Where the Art Is. Thank you to Agent Orange for being our guest this week. I will be back next time and to make sure you don't miss it, why not subscribe?